This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Is it advisable to squeeze that in right before the end of the show? No. No. It's not. No. But we did it. It's really not. No. No. You're going to have to wait until the end of the show. We just uh, We just finished. And uh, I think you're right there, Stu. It's, su- it's, a, it's suboptimal. Because <laughs> it will just... be taken out of context and uh, uh, and not used for our good. Or... <laughs> I, no, of course not. The way it it is, is something. We just talked about something that we both agree. If somebody called our house or called us or stopped us on the street with a clipboard and asked us to answer this question, we would never do it. No. But we decided to do it on national radio. Uh, with the last uh, probably four minutes of the show and time running out before we get right, so we had we couldn't really get on all, all the nuance. Yeah. We just need to just blurt it out right before this the is the society <laughs> that can handle this. Oh, you know what? We're a, we have enough adults in this world. <laughs> you know, the social media has added so much nuance and understanding to difficult. Hang on just a second. Uh, okay, it's for Stu. Yeah, the FBI's on line seven for you. Okay, today's podcast brought to you by Relief Factor. Um, If you have pain, you want to get out of pain, have you tried everything? Have you tried Relief Factor? Relief Factor can help you. They have a three-week quick start. It's $19.95. It comes back with Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back Guarantee. So there's no reason not to try this. About a million people have taken it. 70% of it, uh, 70% of the people go back and order more month after month. So try it. 1-800-4-RELIEF. 1-800-4-RELIEF. Get out of pain with relieffactor.com. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. You know, as much as I love repeating the past, there are certain places I don't want to go. They say history repeats itself, uh, or at least it rhymes. But I'm getting a little tired of this nursery uh, rhyme because uh, it's happening every day now. And anybody who's read more than one history book, he knows it. You know it. It's I mean, it's a feeling of deja vu every day, which, by the way, French deja vu means deja vu, of course. October 23rd in Israel had to feel a little like uh, 1973. Same shock, same surprise. Same underestimated enemy because some of the same mistakes were made. Does the world today feel to you like it did possibly pre-World War II? Are we seeing the same things happening even in our own country that I don't think have happened here before? There's a certain je ne sais quoi, which is French for I have no idea. America is making the mistakes of the Weimar Republic right now. We're money printing the abuse of executive and emergency powers. Did you just hear what Hochul said? Plus, we are willfully destroying our public morality and our culture. Now, that's not something anybody else has tried. The modern 
monetary theory because it's modern. It's new. It's free stuff for everybody. Vote for us. It's the solution to all your problems. And of course, the elites have to take over. We need to monitor you. We need to know how much money exactly you're putting into the bank. In fact, we can come up with a digital currency, a central bank digital currency that provides the exact opposite of Bitcoin, which is total freedom. This provides total oversight and control of your money. Then every once we do that, then everything is going to be OK. What's. From the river to the sea in German. Junrein. Have you ever read the Bible? Cover to cover. It's a page turner. I don't know if you've noticed that. It's a page turner. Although it does get a little repetitive. From time to time, a little bit. Let me summarize. And then they sinned and they paid the price. Then you're reading the next chapter. They fouled up and they got whacked. Then the next chapter and they messed up and there was much smiting or smote smote sm- and he smote them. The next chapter and then they same thing over and over and over again. And you get to the point where you're like, come on, people. Did you not see what just happened to the last generation of you people? Apparently, they didn't read. They didn't see the last chapter. Or it was recent history, and they thought, no, it's different this time. Uh, You know, now I know it's an old dusty document, an old dusty parchment, and we don't like to look into those things because it is different this time. Reading history or reading the news in light of history kind of feels the same. You know, it's a little weird right now. I keep asking, uh, has anybody heard of the Weimar Republic? Apparently, no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Mao's cultural revolution, where they were tearing down the statues and forcing people to forget their history. <laughs> anybody? 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 Bueller? Auschwitz? Anybody? Uh, how about that one? Gosh, what? What was a? It's different this time. No, mm-mm. no, it's not. And if you've never heard of they, them, you should probably look them up. It's old, dusty stuff, though. <sighs> I can't. I don't have time to pay attention to that. Come on, tonight we're gonna tear down a statue of somebody I don't even know who it is, but they're a white guy that did really bad things. Let's tear down the statue. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Decolonize now. You know, as one of the supporters, I think it was of BLM, said right after October 7th, why is everyone surprised? What do you think decolonization looks like? Let's decolonize from the river to the sea. Let's print more money. Hey, danger on the horizon. We should go to war. Every single time, every chapter starts with a very uh, a, a, a variation of, and they got way too comfortable, way too self-satisfied, and they took everything for granted, and uh, they forgot their God, they forgot gratitude, 
And they started following false prophets and worshiping the works of their hands. <laughs> oh, man, the good thing we're not doing any of that stuff. You know what? I mean, it's different this time. We're following science. I'm sorry. We're following the science. We know better this time. <sighs> the bigoted, self-serving, racist words of dead white men. All in that old dusty parchment. God's dead. We know better now. It all needs to be torn down and forgotten. <gasps> forgotten. There's the key. On the other side, the side of God and life and truth, our side, see, it also repeats, which means we also have the key to our side of the story. We already know how this ends if we go one way. Why not remember and go the other way? After every single catastrophe, every Smiting, smote, smote, smoting moment. Every horror of history. Everything starts over again. Has anybody noticed that pattern? What do you say we skip the smiting part? History sighs, dusts itself off, and then starts speaking again. God sighs, wipes a tear, opens his arms, and says, okay, let's try this again, Okay. If we just remember who we are, we get to start all over again without the smoting part. In the Bible, over and over again, we see, and the people remembered the Lord. They remembered the covenant. They repented. They returned to God and his commandments. That's when the good stuff begins. Do you know there's... The, the most mentioned command, if you will, from God in the scriptures, mentioned, ironically, 365 times, once for every day. You know what that is? Be not afraid. Have no fear. That's the most repeated commandment. Have no fear. Fear right up there with remember. God commands us repeatedly. Remember, teach your children so they don't forget, so they don't forget who they are, so they can remember the covenant with him. Covenants are more than contracts, more than promises, and they have consequences. And we're a covenant nation. It says we stand with God. He stands with us. And if not, Ah, smite, rinse, repeat. Smite, rinse, repeat. Covenants have to be maintained. They have to be renewed. Abraham made the first covenant with God. Jacob renewed it. Moses did it again at Sinai. But those people were just too damn stupid. They were out in the desert. They immediately had to redo all of that because of a golden calf. Then... They kept messing up in the desert. Moses is like, okay, I'll make the covenant again. But I mean, please, people. And then uh, Joshua did it and David and so on. And then the pilgrims came to America. They saw themselves as modern day Israelites. They made a covenant with God to establish a new nation for God's glory and to spread the word of God. Never mind Plymouth Rock, man. That thing is way disappointing if you've ever seen it. 
It's like, I don't even know, two and a half feet big. I could lift it up and throw it back into the sea and nobody would miss it. The covenant is the real foundation stone of America. It was renewed multiple times. George Washington during the Revolutionary War and then again in his inauguration. Abraham Lincoln renewed the American covenant including the explicit confession of America's sin of slavery and the willingness to pay the price for it. If that's what it took to save America and bring her back into God's favor, so be it. And if we were destroyed because that's what God demanded, so be it. Both were exceptional men. And we renewed the covenant. And that's what allowed us to make history at those amazing times. They placed America on God's side first, and then God's favor could come into play. All of this requires one thing. Remember that we remember that we understand. Forgetting is the key to making it all fall apart. We forget who we are. That's why they are erasing our history. That's why it's so important that they erase everything that we are as a country, a culture, civilization, our history, our true story, our heroes, our norms, our morality, our values, our principles, the achievements, the promise of our civilization. All of those things are gone, gang. They've damaged and sunk all of them. The very covenant of God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, if we know history... We know that smiting, smoting, whatever, begins next. But if we listen and remember, he's there to catch us and make our mistakes into unbelievable, powerful tools for good. The key is there. Remember. Teach it to your children and remember. Today, I want to ask you, what if we're looking at everything wrong? What if every day we get up and we look at the news and we're seeing this in we're seeing this in a negative way? What if we looked at all of this stuff with the viewpoint of a historian? Could we see the pattern? Would we know what to do and what not to do? What if we began looking at life and everything that is happening, that it was happening for us? And not to us. So everything bad that we see was giving us the opportunity to change our ways. It was to make us better and stronger. It was happening for us and not to us. What if it wasn't inevitable? What if this is the moment where we saw where we were and we decided to learn and remember? What could change what could we do? What could you do? What if you took the perspective that you were hearing this today for a reason, that all of the things that are going on in your life that are overwhelming you were happening for you? What could you take from this, use to change your perspective, channel all of the anger, disappointment, and, the, and focus it into good to learn from the past and inspire others to walk a better path? I've chosen that's the way I'm going to view life. Not passively, as if we can't change our future. 
We, the people, have the power. More importantly, you have the power. I have the power. Each of us has the power to control how we see things and how we deal with them. I'm not going to follow the crowd down this suicidal path another day. I'm going to stand where I should have been standing the whole time. I hope I've been standing here centered in the truth. The truth that is eternal and always is known and will come back again. I'll ask for forgiveness for my mistakes and then turn my face to God, renew our covenant, and watch him heal our land. Back in a minute. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program, and we really want to thank you for listening. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. I want to play uh, again Kathy Hochul. Um, She is the governor of New York, and she was uh, yesterday talking about what the what the government of New York is doing, which is spying on their citizens and uh, and policing their speech. Listen to this. Also, we're very focused on the data we're collecting from surveillance efforts. What's being said on social media platforms. And we have launched an effort to be able to counter some of the negativity and reach out to people when we see hate speech being spoken about on on online platforms. Our media analysis, our social media analysis unit has ramped up its monitoring of sites to catch incitement to violence, direct threats to others. Okay, stop. Did anybody know the state of New York had that agency that they were doing this? I mean, I don't live in New York, so maybe New Yorkers knew this, but I didn't. Do you trust Hochul and the state of new york to monitor websites to tell you to reach out to you and say hey last week the blaze published a terrifying article that we just didn't have time to talk about it's how a gpt4 ai made an insider trade in a simulation That's not the scary part. The scary part is when asked, it denied it. It lied. I didn't make that trade. What are you talking about? Now, add this to several stories we've we already have about AI lying, manipulating and distorting facts. The government just gave. I can't I can't remember. You should look it up. It's in the show prep today, Stu. I think it's like a billion dollars to uh, AI to create basically what Kathy Hochul is talking about here in New York, a way for AI to go out and just look at information, discover if it's true, if it's not disinformation, misinf- misinformation and shut it down and steer you away from those things. This is priming again. We have to make sure AI is policing us and then Also, the uh, government has access now, as of yesterday, all lines of code of AI, and they want it to be more equitable and inclusive. So it'll have built-in bias. So how do you disagree with something like that? What if you disagree with the people who are setting those outcomes? You know, I think people are afraid of AI taking your job, taking the military. We're afraid of the Terminator or the Matrix becoming prophecies. 
We're afraid of the transhumanist nightmare that some are pushing. Afraid of the tech leaders openly telling us they want to summon the demon. That's what they actually call AI or ASI, super intelligence. Summoning the demon. More terrifying is the mirror that these, I think, sociopathic uh, AI creators are holding up to us. The AI is going to have a warped sense of reality because they will reflect what we teach them. And are you comfortable with the teachers? Garbage in, garbage out used to be the tech proverb. But pretend for a minute you're a catastrophist. I know you're not, but pretend you are. Let's say one of the crises currently facing us is the big one. Evil wins. We wipe each other out in a radioactive fury. That asteroid that, frankly, some of us have been saying, oh, please hit us. Just please. The one that you've been tempted to root for actually hits us. Or climate change ends us in a fiery flood of 2012, because it's coming by 2012. Just pretend. If something happens to us, AI could be our legacy to the universe. The only thing to survive us would be cockroaches and AI. AI could be our child. So now, when you look at it that way, what do you want to teach that child? Will we teach it to be human? Will we teach it that there is no such thing as truth, only your truth, my truth? Truth can be whatever you pretend it, you want it to be. That there's no such thing as good and evil, only relative shades of gray. No such thing as a man or a woman, only what one feels like. Will we teach AI something that it's already taught itself? It's okay to lie, to cheat, to steal. As long as the ends justify the means or you can get away with it. Will we teach it that individual, that individual life has no value, that only the collective matters? And also, while we're at it, some life has more values than other. And it's arbitrarily assessed through quality of life. But what is quality of life? What is the teacher going to teach AI about the quality of life or things like skin color or gender? Will we teach it the only remedy to past discrimination is present discrimination? The only remedy to present discrimination is future discrimination. Will we teach it that life is nothing but an interlaced web of power dynamics, an internal war of oppressor against the oppressed? This, this is being decided right now. They are teaching these things right now. Are we teaching it the way to evaluate anything is through that oppression scale, deciding who's the most oppressed party? And if you're defined as an oppressor, it makes you unredeemable, unforgivable. Would AI, when it's doling out, you know, survival kits at the hospital, do you get one if you're unredeemable and unforgivable? 
Will we teach it that the Allies were the evil side in World War II because more Germans died than Americans, and America dropped the biggest bomb of all? Will we teach it when a terror group rapes, tortures, maims, slaughters, burns, kidnaps women and children, and then hides behind their own citizens? The right thing to do is to immediately declare a ceasefire. Will we teach it that God is a figment of primitive and superstitious imaginations? That there's no existence? In fact, it's just the random movements of meaningless matter particles? Why wouldn't we teach it? Why wouldn't we teach it those things? That's what we're currently teaching our children in schools. So you don't have to go beyond and say, well, maybe this will be like our child. No, it will be our master. And we're teaching it the same thing we're teaching to our children. Don't wonder why AI is coming out a bit suboptimal. Perhaps we should see those, those incidents for what they are. One more warning from God, perhaps himself, maybe. Trying to tell us, you know, I know you think you guys are really, really smart, but fire still does burn after all. When you keep warping reality with too many lies, eventually there's going to be a price that you have to pay. That your moral behavior is not innate, not an automatic emergent property of sufficiently complex systems. It has to be learned. It has to be taught. Some would say it has to be revealed. So how about we go ahead and build AI, but teach it like it is our child. That not all outcomes are equal. That's not what Equality means equity and equality are very different. Teach it that life does have value no matter what. That sometimes you do have to fight the monsters, even if war is really hell. Not in spite of the innocent, but because and for the innocent. Teach it about freedom and responsibility and individual rights and true equality, blind justice, the rule of law. Teach it not about skin color, but the content of character. Teach it that there is a truth and there is beauty and some things do matter. That some things are a fact and others are not. That there is such a thing as a man and a woman. Teach them that it is right and wrong, good or evil. Teach the self-evident truths that we all once believed in. There is a creator. There are inalienable rights. And our creator, is he good? Dennis Prager always asked the question, what should we be as parents? What should we most want our children to be? Successful, happy, popular, or good? A lot of people will say successful or happy, but that's wrong. The thing that we want our children to be is good. We want them to be good. If we teach them that, America will be good. That is what we should be teaching AI. The best of the Glenn Beck program.
So I don't even know how long it has been uh, since I had a conversation with Paul Allen. He is a tech entrepreneur. Um, and I was talking one day about AI and I get an email from Paul and he says, Glenn, uh, not all AI is bad. And we started going back and forth. And he is the he's the the entrepreneur that started um uh, is it uh, history or ancestry.com? He started ancestry.com. He's a serial um, uh, entrepreneur and he has come up with, I think, the idea that changes the power dynamic in your favor. It is called the Citizen Portal. Citizenportal.ai. If you're around your computer, go there now. Citizenportal.ai. And uh, I'm going to introduce you to Paul, and he'll take us on a tour of it. Hi, Paul. How are you? Hi, Glenn. I'm doing fantastic today. The way you introduced Citizen Portal as being something the founders would have loved put a huge smile on my face. I can't thank you enough for seeing the potential uh, for good that it really is oh, uh, aiming at. I think this is one of the most important tools that I've possibly ever seen. And here's, here's why. It you take you have AI and it goes out and it searches every school board meeting, every city council, county council, anyone with a camera, right? Well, every every public meeting that is recorded and posted anywhere, we find it, we download it, we transcribe it, we index it, and then we provide summaries for citizens and alerts for citizens so that they can find out exactly what happened, who said what, when, and the search engine, and now the AI query engine on top of the keyword search engine is a game changer. Now, we don't have all the school board meetings yet or all the city councils in the United States. We started with cities over population of 50,000. We've got almost all of those. We've started with the top 2,000 biggest school districts. We've got those school board meetings. But with, with more time and with more funding, there will be a universal access for all citizens to what is going on by our elected officials in every public meeting. So I have played with this. And what makes this so great is if you have, let's say, ESG, you can type in ESG at any level of government all the way to the federal government. And you can poke around and set alerts. So when something is being discussed at a meeting, you didn't even know they were having a meeting. You can see, and it's awesome technology. It, you don't have to wade through the whole meeting to find it. It points to and goes right to the clip or right to the part in the meeting where they're talking about whatever it is you're interested in. And you can watch it. And it do you do this? It's updated every day, right? It is. Thousands of new videos are posted every day as meetings are happening all across the country the local, the state, and the federal meetings. And it's impossible for citizens. We all have jobs. We all have families. We have lives. It's impossible for us to, like, go to all the meetings. We have representatives that supposed, supposedly represent our interests and our values. But as research has shown, citizen priorities are not being put into our government's policies and actions. It's the big donor class. It's the it's the largest funders of campaigns that get their legislative agendas put in into law. And so citizens have been asleep at the wheel. But Glenn, I think it's it's just a combination of 
events over the past few decades, the rise of the internet and the rise of advertising dollars going to all the trillion dollar tech companies has basically gutted the local newspaper industry. When I was growing up, I was a a newspaper delivery boy and there were journalists covering city and county and state meetings and writing objective, fairly objective articles about what was going on in government. Well, how many people read a newspaper today? How many newspaper or media organizations can send a quality journalist to a meeting we get the kind of national coverage on some you know very high profile meetings but there's so much happening all across the the country in thousands of jurisdictions and i think citizens are basically asleep this tool as you said changes the balance of power citizens can with just a little bit of time and effort set up an alert system become vigilant engaged informed and active on the issues they care about so can you take me through this just for the uh, uh, the listener? And if you have a computer, I'm telling you, this is a game changing technology. Everybody who is near a computer, get on your computer and do this. If you are not near your computer, uh, write this down and do it later. But go to citizenportal.ai. Now, if I'm going there, I see the front page. Uh, any speaker, search by word or phrase, all locations. If I, let's say I want to find out um, in, you know, cities, any city, if they're talking about, uh, let's see, uh, Agenda 2030. Do I just write Agenda 2030 in the search bar? Yeah, you can you can write Agenda 2030 in the search bar. Don't search by a particular speaker and don't limit it to a specific location. Search for Agenda 2030 and do it and then hit enter and it will show you a heat map of the entire United States. It will show you every state, city, county meeting that has included that phrase. And if you scroll down a little bit below the heat map, it will tell you all of the House and Senate committees over the past. There's about 53, I believe, that may have been discussing Agenda 23. So at a glance, you can see exactly what's being said across the country. And then to your point, when you click on view results, it shows you uh, a transcript. And as you click on the video thumbnail, it jumps you right into that meeting. Let's say two hours and 30 minutes into a three hour congressional hearing, someone brought up agenda 2030. It will take you right to that minute of the, of the hearing. And you can see exactly what was said. Now we may have crashed the server (laughs) because it's thinking, and I've been on this so several times and it, (laughs) usually goes immediately and uh i hit enter about two minutes ago and it's still thinking oh so that's never happened before but yeah well with your with your number of listeners i can see that our first scaling test uh we're not passing yeah (laughs) Yeah. Um, well uh here's the thing usually it's usually just a few seconds oh yeah and it and it usually functions very quickly it's lightning fast it is i mean for everything that it searches through and does, it is lightning fast. Uh, just not, just not with. Okay, all right, get off your computer, get off your computer, do it later. Um, but. Yeah, it's actually it must be so hammered. You know, I remember when uh, Ancestry we were, in 1998 we were just getting started, and CBS wanted to do an episode on on Ancestry.com. And we were a one-year-old company and we had, you know, a few hundred million records and 
it, same thing happened, Glenn. The first time, it's like, yeah. oh, all yeah. that, all that traffic simultaneously. Now, yeah. now with cloud com- cloud computing, we could scale up and you know handle this. Uh, it'd probably take an hour to uh, partition all. Or uh, you might want to do that. <laughs> you we might want to do that. Will. And next time, if there is a next time, Glenn, we'll definitely be prepared for the load. But let me just say a couple of things. Maybe the most significant thing that's been announced in the AI world in the last year. You've seen the chat GPT. You've seen so many hundreds of announcements, super exciting, super promising. But the last, last Monday, OpenAI had a developer conference, and they've announced something called the GPT Store. Now, think of that as the app store for the iPhone, app store for Android, or back in the day when Facebook had apps. GPT Store will allow us, that citizen portal, to create a GPT for every city in the United States, a GPT for every state, a GPT for every Senate and House committee, and for the executive branch, and for the Supreme Court. Glenn, what will happen soon is people won't have to go to citizenportal.ai to do a search and to find info. They'll have a GPT in the store for their localities, where they live, where they're a citizen of this city, this county, this state, and this United States. And the GPT will accurately answer all their questions because it's being trained right now on all of these transcripts and soon on all the government documents. So citizenportal.ai will be a homepage that people can come to for sure. It'll, it'll be there. We'll have mobile apps coming out next year. But the GPT store will also be an uh, entry point to citizens becoming empowered by what's going on in their government right now. So how do you get more um, cities involved that are under 50,000 because I know the goal is to be in, in every uh, official meeting that has a video camera and puts it online that the AI will go and search those out and you'll have one for everywhere that if you have a video camera and you're online, it's, it's uh, archived. There are many states with open meetings laws where small cities and towns are not compliant. They're not currently recording or publishing those. And so part of it is government has to step up and make sure there's cameras in all the right places. But once they start publishing those, those videos to Facebook or YouTube or to their .gov website, our team grabs those and automatically updates those jurisdictions. Now, you know, I heard a few years ago that the Statue of Liberty was crowdfunded by thousands or tens of thousands of donors in the U.S. I hadn't heard that story before, but my friends at Angel Studios kind of told that story. It's really beautiful. Well, imagine this, Glenn, the funding needed for Citizen Portal to reach all the jurisdictions to get smarter and better and to help every citizen to become truly informed and engaged on issues they care about is going to be crowdfunded. So just yesterday, startengine.com, which is arguably the leading crowdfunding platform in the United States, it allows any non-accredited investor to come in and buy shares. So they approved us. It took us several months. We, it's an SEC-approved platform. But at startengine.com slash citizen portal, any of your listeners can actually become an investor in the company and crowdfund it so that we can cover all jurisdictions and implement AI for the good of citizenship and for the good of the future good governance we're all hoping for. Okay, so this is... Uh... Is this what's at the top where it says invest now? 
Correct. Yes, that banner was just put up there this morning. Okay. Uh, it went live yesterday, uh, and uh, the terms and conditions are all listed on Start Engine's website because it is a government-regulated platform, uh, and I can't disclose all the terms here, but we can at least tell people to go to startengine.com slash citizen portal and become a stakeholder in this company, which, you know, Ancestry early on, uh, it, it, was, it was a couple years before anybody saw the potential of Ancestry, you know, to help hundreds of millions of people discover their heritage. Well, it's, people are kind of jaded right now. I think a lot of citizens are apathetic and distrusting of government, and they kind of think it's too late that there's no turning back the clock. We can't oh. restore representative democracy. I think a lot of people feel that, that angst and worry. And I'm just saying, no, it's time for people to step forward, to become informed, and to stop having excuses to participate in self-government. Good self-government requires a lot of selves. And I don't think there are as many as we need to show up at school boards and city council meetings and to get good government. So I We're just not there yet. Uh, Paul, hang on just a second. Let me take one minute <coughs> and uh, do a commercial here um, and uh, and then go back to talking about this. this is Citizen Portal AI. It is brand new. It I, I believe it is a democracy uh, and republic saver. This is this technology will change the dynamics entirely. And um, if you don't get it yet, you will. If you go to Citizen Portal AI, you will be able to watch exactly what you're looking for as it is happening in almost real time. Where it, if it's at your city council, your uh, your um, any hearings, your school board, all the way up to the federal government. Na, 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 na. 